Well, good morning to you. This is God Talk. God bless you. It's a treat to be with you today. And uh, we're now in part four of Forgive and Forget. And we're wrestling through the issues that have to do with sin. When does God forgive? Before or after repentance? Or before and after you change your life and after you transform everything? Today we want to look at quickly the question, are sins forgiven in one stage or two? This all came out of our theology for the judgment, is that uh, when you give your life to Jesus, then you ask him to forgive your sins, he puts pardon by all those sins, but they're not gone. The record is still there. If when your name comes up in the judgment, you're living a clean life and those sins are gone, uh, then those sins are wiped out and you don't have to face those anymore. But if for some reason you don't pass that judgment and there's still sin in your life and you haven't gotten victory over all of those sins, then you will be lost. And when it comes time to apportion how long you would burn in final hellfire, <laughs> all those sins that you thought were gone that had pardon written by them would all come back on you and you would burn a little longer for all of them. That's what I was told by a professor in my college. I, I had a hard time hearing that. I reject that from top to bottom. The idea that God is calculating and measuring how long people will burn, I reject that for sure. But the idea that when God forgives you, he only forgives you kind of provisionally, but not in reality, I just don't agree. The Bible is crystal clear. John 3:18. whoever does not believe in me stands condemned already. There's just one sin that you will be responsible for, rejecting Jesus. If you reject Jesus, that doesn't matter if you committed one sin, a thousand sins. Kate and William lived together one year, five years, 50 years. You reject Jesus, it doesn't matter. You're lost because you rejected Jesus, not uh, in some other way. First John 5:12. he who does not have the Son does not have life. It's Jesus. One sin or a million, that's all it is. So let's just make this statement really clear. First John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It's gone. It's gone. In one step, it's gone. They're not put on the shelf. They're not going to come back on your head if you somehow backslide later. When Jesus says it's gone from the east to the west, the bottom of the ocean, I will remember your sins no more. That's what it means. That's what it means. Can't take them back off the head of the lamb and come back on your head again. They're gone. They're gone. And now the last question as we move towards the end. Was the cross a complete atonement or not? This has been a huge debate. It's one of the greatest criticisms that has been given to our church that we did not believe that the cross was a complete atonement because we had some language that talked about atonement at 1844. When your name comes up in the judgment, and finally now you have been transformed and you are victorious and sins are gone. And now God blots all the sins out of the record. Then you have a complete atonement. And we had some statements that sounded like that. And people said, you're not really Christian. You don't really believe that Jesus did it all at the cross. And we have struggled with that. And gradually there has been this people who have just nailed this down. And I think Ellen White was quite clear. Jesus provided a complete atonement. The at-oneing process of having at-onement with God and being transformed and getting sin all out of the universe, yes, there's more steps in at-onement. But Christ provided the complete atonement. 
at the cross. He shouted out, it is finished. Hebrews 1 verse 3, he provided purification for our sins. Revelation 1 5, he freed us from our sins. Revelation 12, 10 and 11, the accuser of the brethren has been cast down. The veil was ripped from top to bottom when Jesus died. That's what we believe. Heaven cheered what had happened. This is done. This is done. He did it. He did it. And the angels, Jesus came back to heaven. All the angels cheered. Victory had been done. You read the book of Hebrews, verse after verse. Now you can come boldly to the throne of grace. You have been made perfect forever. 2,000 years ago, not 1844, not when your name comes up in the judgment at the cross of Jesus. We have to nail this down. Even our own 2300-day prophecy proves it. Daniel 9, 24. Seventy weeks are set aside. Now listen to this list. To finish transgression, to put an end to sin, to atone for wickedness, to bring in everlasting righteousness at the cross. At the cross. Not 1844. At the cross. And look at these three words. Transgressions. Sin. Wickedness. Every kind of sin is gone. Yes, God still has things to do to get sin out of the universe. But let's be clear. He is a complete atonement at the cross for you and for me. And finally, does this really mean that God will forget? I don't fully know the answer to that. Isaiah 7, 45, 23, I will remember your sins no more. Does it mean that God still knows everything? His mind knows that we made some mistakes. But his heart, it doesn't matter anymore. Or maybe he does actually forget. I don't know. All I know is Romans 8, 38 and 39, nothing can separate you from the love of God. Romans 8, 1, there is no more condemnation. John 8, 11, neither do I condemn you. One of the greatest quotes in history, Steps to Christ, page 62. Just burn that into your mind. Steps to Christ, 62. Christ stands in your place and you are accepted before God just as if. You had not sinned. Write it down. Mark it in your steps to Christ. Write it somewhere. Never forget it. That's the gospel, my friends. So we're bringing this series to an end. We've been talking about the so what of Easter, resurrection. Christ won the battle, won victory. We can have the same resurrection power. Our sins are gone. Peter and the great song by Don Francisco. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive and I'm forgiven. Heaven's gates are open wide. He's alive. That's what we believe. That's the gospel. May it be true for you today. Sins are gone. Live and believe it in your deepest part of your soul. There may be people that won't forgive. There may be a government that won't forgive you on your taxes or a government won't forgive on your sins or some other mistakes. But with Jesus in the heart of God, sins are gone. We stand righteous before God as if we had never sinned. May that be good news to you today. God bless you. We'll start something new tomorrow. God bless. God bless.